John the Viking Mauser with the Get Stronger Die podcast. Today, my guest once again is Don McCauley. How are you doing today, Don? I'm doing good. <clears throat> so you uh, you actually contacted me um, this time and uh, wanted to come back on um, the podcast and uh, and and maybe reiterate a few things for us. I'm pretty excited to hear yeah. what you have to say. <clears throat> so, uh, what, what's on well, your? Uh... We'll expand it. Okay, yeah. What's on your mind? Uh, well, um, I saw a couple of things in the uh, uh, in, on the uh, on the uh, tab today where. Um, you know, uh, I, I've been I've been talking about how we've got to train women a little differently than we train men, um, and I think we've got to um, I think we can allow them more variation in setup and more variation in um, um, set position rather, and uh, you know it just get their feet out wider than is suggested for most men because I think most studies are done on 99% men. And I don't see those positions as men will lift with their quads and um, and their uh, back. Women will lift with their hips. Uh, and that's the point I want to make. Uh, women uh, will start things off at the bottom, usually sitting on the floor like Grizel does, or Grizel, Grizel does, and uh, she's going to come up and uh, she's not going to go out there too far in front, but um, she's going to she's going to get it she's going to get it done with a lot less movement, and it's going to look like it's going to look like she's behind the bar, uh, but she's not going to be. Um, and, and so those are, that's a basic thing. You got to get their feet wider. Uh, you got to have them drag their feet off the floor, stay flat footed for as long as they can, and then have them pull their feet off the floor in the back. And, uh, the difference is you, you don't do, you almost don't do anything conscious with the, with the push, uh, from the feet. And, um, that's that's the basic difference. Their, their hips, while their hips leave the floor, um, and um, it looks like it looks like a dynamic start. It's usually not. It's usually not. Um, uh, I think more women leave at the same time uh, than men do, because their hips they're able to hold their hips solo, and any woman that's not is is lifting like a man. And I don't know that that's better or worse, but I know that it um, it creates a uh, it creates a need for extra strength uh, that I don't think the women are needed. And I don't think it's needed in women. Um, but that's basically it. Questions? Um, yeah. So you're saying uh, that uh, women should typically start with wider feet now and you're talking um right from the get-go at the very at the very bottom or the start of the lift yeah and they, and they don't move their feet either 
Uh, they don't have to move their feet because it's, and, uh, you know, I, I really don't think so because I've seen two or three women, uh, Adri, uh, one of Vin's, uh, one of Vin's lifters, uh, Adrian, um, I can't remember her last name, but also Grizzle, uh, Grizz Grizzle and a couple of her compatriots who lift over with Anthony, uh, Anthony, um, Hernandez, uh, and, uh, and none of them move their feet, none of them move their feet. And they all tend to, um, do that, um, the look down at the end that the Chinese do. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, they all tend to tip, tip in and they all tend to have a, a shallower line higher, um, a curvilinear line higher on the chest than, uh, than, um, than is foreseen in, um, in, in most people. Uh, and that's just because they're replacing, they're replacing distance and time with time and speed. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you really can't, you can't, you can do that, but, uh, and it comes out with the same results. I know Grizzle is getting very close to, um, uh, the numbers that, uh, uh, what's that other girl's name? Um, shit. Uh, I can't remember. There's another girl that's a couple of years older, uh, than, uh, than Grizzle is. And, uh, but, um, in any case, I don't think that, I don't think it's all needed. I, I just think that you've got to, you've got to make exceptions. And again, I don't think the studies have been done yet on women. Um, and I don't think that they're, I don't think the data is enough, uh, on women. And I think this, you can make them lift like men or you can not make them lift like men. I think you're always going to, you're always going to cheat yourself when, uh, you're, um, you're not lifting in a natural mode. Um, but, uh, in any case, so that's my, that's my, my premise is that they're going to sit even, well, I'll tell you what, um, even going back to, um, uh, what's his name? Tanier. Um, he started slightly behind, uh, and, and he was, his shoulders were slightly behind the, the, the uh, women. Uh, play, oh, he placed him slightly behind, like some of the women do, and um, it worked well for him because he wasn't a very muscle lifter. Um, and uh, you know, but he was quick. He was quick. Uh, but um, and Gardev too. Gardev was uh, somebody that uh, leaned over and had a had a very. I think we've got to look for much more in the way of variable uh, back position, too, rather than that stiff back. Women aren't strong enough to hold that stiff back. Um, not for the whole, not for the whole thing. They've got to be more upright. They've got to start more upright. They've got to lean back a little bit. Whether that brings them behind the bar or not, um, I don't know, but, uh, but it's going to be close. Uh, but uh, in any case, uh, that that's my my premise is is that. Okay. Um. So just to play um, 
uh, devil's advocate, I guess. So if, if the, um, if the back isn't strong enough, um, and, and you're saying that it might be, um, with a man, uh, wouldn't they be lifting less weight anyways to where the back would be able to handle that? Well, they're gonna they're gonna lift less weight, yes, of course, but uh, because they obviously they can't lift as much weight, but you're not gonna have the effort. Uh, the the, the uh, putting the quads to something and putting the back to something isn't gonna be the same lift. Right. Uh, you're gonna use levers uh, much more, um, and uh, you know they're, they're leverage lifters for the most part, and I've noticed lately that. Um, well, Maddie, Maddie, I thought, did it this time, and she got a 106, which is the best she's ever done. I think she, I think she widened her feet. I think she lowered her, her butt, and, uh, and Hogan, too, um, who was, I think, just trying it out. I think she was, uh, I, I'm assuming she was just trying it out and got well up into the 80s without, without pushing through her forefeet. You know, um, okay. So, whatever. Hey, it wasn't. There wasn't ever a con. There wasn't ever a conscious push through the forefeet um, that I saw. No. Uh, that I was aware of, and um, you know that's that, that's basically the the difference is women women lift like trebuchets, and uh, men men lift like uh, uh, catapults. <laughs> whatever. Right. Um, now, do you think that that has more to do with um, the general musculature, or do you? Th- yeah. Or do you think it has more? Yeah, no. Or do you think? Yeah. Oh, well, go, go ahead. Do you think it has more to do with um, you know, in general, uh, women have a slightly lower um, center of gravity, and in, yeah. in general, oh, yeah. In general, there's less bone structure, so you have less, um, at the finish of the lift, you would have less foundation underneath of the bar. Yes, but um, that doesn't make any difference, really. I mean, they're, they're still lifting world-class lifts, just like uh, practically all the girls did this time at the uh, the youth, from the, from the Youth World Championships up. Right. I thought all those women looked, uh, you know, really good, and but I didn't. I didn't see one of them that didn't have her hips a little bit lower and sometimes a lot lower. And I think they'd all be, um, they'd all do well to get their hips lower because I think that's a little more natural for, uh, for a woman to do, even if they're, even if the rest of their bodies doesn't fit it, even if they have short thighs or whatever, um, they, uh, they would be well to do with getting their hips as low as they could because it's just going to be more natural. They're not going to put the pressure on the lower back, uh, and um, they're going to come out of it easier. They're going to come out of it easier, John. Um, but uh, in any case, uh, that's that's my that's my running <laughs> that's my running hypothesis, and I'm going with it until somebody proves it wrong. Okay, well, I'll keep my eye out and see. Um, I, I do follow uh, weightlifting a little bit, and I'll, I'll see uh, see what I'm seeing, and maybe we can touch base later on and um, and, and compare. <clears throat> um, now, I brought up to you um, earlier. I spoke with uh, 
another weightlifting coach not too long ago. And uh, yeah. we actually got to talking about um, some of your drills and, and some of your tactics. And um, they seemed confused by the whole, uh, the whole controversy around the catapult method and how um, he, he couldn't comprehend why you made such a big deal out of not coming up on your toes. And he seemed to think that nobody was teaching this way. And, um, and, and I made a comment to him towards the end of the conversation that, well, you know, you're hanging out with, well, he's hanging out with top level, um, athletes and in a very top level elite, uh, weightlifting facility. And sure they're, they're not doing that. And most top level elite facilities probably aren't doing that, but, but I see it all the time. Um, and I see it in different, um, regular gyms where people do weightlifting and um, in high schools and colleges, they're, they're still teaching that. I mean, I, I see drills all the time where they will have somebody shrugging and coming up on their toes and holding the position. And they'll have them hold it for three to five seconds. And then, and, yeah. and, and I see it all the time. Do you have any, um, what, would you, what well, would you say about that? They're wasting, they're wasting time. They're wasting time, John. Uh, because uh, you're not going to consciously get up and get high and and shrug up without wasting some time. There's going to be some. There's going to be a little slack there. Um, so you know you can do that if you want, uh, and you can you can take the 20 year old stuff about lifting straight up and and go by that. But you know I I don't know what it's worth. I think you I think you get up there, you lean back a little bit. You make yourself shorter. I don't believe in that um, making yourself taller at the top stuff. Uh, but um, and and it makes you faster. It'll make you faster. You'll you'll just get from top to bottom uh, sooner, and it's going to make you faster. You know, it's, it's just it, it's common sense. It's not going to be any big big deal. Um, well, you know what's um. Gonna, what, what seems to be really uh, ironic to me in the whole case is, you know, the, the people, especially your opposition, right? They always say jump. They, they call this thing a jump. And well, from the get-go, it's not a jump. I mean, we discussed this the last time. Yeah. It's, it's not a jump because yeah. a jump implies that your intent is to make a certain amount of airtime. So yeah. at, at the best, it's just an explosive calf raise they're doing. It's still not a jump. Yeah. Um, no. And, but then an explosive calf raise, if you look at any other um, activity that kind of even resembles weightlifting, right? Like you don't see jumping coaches telling people to come up on their toes. You don't see um, like a Highland Games competitor where they throw the weight over a bar. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a coach telling people, hey, come up on your toes. Now, it may happen because you're flinging a 56-pound weight and, and your hip and knee reach extension very quickly and powerfully, so you may leave the ground. But I've never seen any of those people coaching that there should be an extension of the ankle completely. Well, even, at the, even, at the, um, even with high jumping, even with high jumping, there's a... There's a, uh, a, a depression step, if you will, that they sit through the heel to get their hips ready to, to explode the other way. Right. 
And then the only reason their shoulders will go up is they're driving through and forward. Right. Uh, and, and upward. Like, you know, I, I mean, you're going to, you know, there's, there's nothing. Again, we'll go to, um, shit, we'll go to uh, another sport. What's, a, what's the spear throwing sport? The javelin? Um, javelin. Yeah. There's always a dis- there's always a descent through the heel uh, in the javelin, and so they're not going up naturally. They're just they're dropping their hips and they're going back up. You know, it's and then there's a reach overhead, and the reach overhead is not ever very far. Uh, they're going to throw out of their ear. Um, so you know, all height you you mass. Uh, the only things that are far are the um, true extensions are the discus and the hammer uh, of those. And then, then you've got to be tall. you got to be tall. And, and even some people don't do that. Even the East Germans, they never did that. Uh, it, it's like ridiculous. You know, it's, a, it's like it, it got taught in to the um, uh, vernacular, if you will, years ago by people who didn't either didn't know what they were looking at or misinterpreted what they were looking at and uh, you know that that was it you know they, they said oh jump and shrug you know I got a jump and shrug well no you don't because there's no such thing as a jump and shrug right you know it's, it's just it's a, it's a fantasy it's a fantasy there's a there's an extension and a, a tilt backwards and stuff like that, but you can't, <laughs> you misdirect the bar forward. In other words, uh, if you're, um, if you're, you know, if you're jumping straight up and getting it to go straight up, you're, you're going to be moving forward on your foot too much also. And they, they'll all admit that. They'll all admit that. They've got to, they've got to misdirect the, the pull and stuff like that. But, um, but again, you know, I'm, this, this conversation's more about women and men uh, and how they've got to lift differently where men can put more muscle to. Men go through the quads and the back and women will eventually learn to go through the um, the hips and widen their feet. And they'll, get better, mm-hmm. they'll just get better results. Now, uh, do you think that that is also true um, regardless of weight class? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think it. I don't think it has anything to do with weight class, okay. or height, or length, or you know, or almost anything. Because everybody can hold their hips a little lower and a little wider, and you're gonna do the same things. You you you're just not gonna. Um, you're not gonna um, do odd things for your body uh, because it's gonna. It's just going to make it harder. And you're not going to ever develop the muscle um, that you, well, that you could. And I, I've, I've watched, I've watched uh, uh, especially Grizel over the last year uh, develop a lot of muscle because she's doing repetitions on the same, on the same thing. Um, and, uh, and she's put on tremendous muscle. She put on tremendous muscle, and so I, 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 I've changed my mind, 
And I said to my and to tell you the truth, I mean, when I was doing my ex-wife, <laughs> when I was doing my ex-wife, um, I had her sit, sitting down low, lower than she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. You, yeah, and, and I said, start it from your butt. Initiate it from the butt. And she would come up and her knees would stop and then they'd start again. And then it would be excellent. You know, she did, I think she did uh, 122 mm-hmm. back then, yeah. which is a, quite a few years ago to do 122 um, and, um, and 100. Uh, and so she was one of the best ones and, and wasn't a very talented lifter. You know, it really wasn't. She just had brute strength and, and that was it. But, um, you know, I, I couldn't, and then I brought Anthony Martin in and set him down too, and um, he uh, he did well that way too. I think he did one, I think his last lift was like 196 or, you know, 197, something like that, but uh, that that was, you know, basically that was it. Um, they, they both, they both actually looked like women's hips they both looked they had they both had women's hips and they both um uh they they both could have been even even wider as i look back at it as i look back at it they could have been wider uh but um in any case uh and i and i didn't know what i was doing back then um you know because uh well because of naivete i guess uh, or lack of lack of data uh but um you know i mean those those things are uh fought in another another field uh but uh because you know those those were the first two and then anthony hernandez learned from me and he immediately you know just took it up and then vin learned from him vin huen yeah i think learned from him and uh and he's He's bringing on another slew of them, and they're all going to dominate. They're all going to, you know, they're all going to do. They're all going to do better than they should have done for what they had. Cool. So you said um, Suzanne had uh, brute strength, and um, and you still had her sit, sitting low, um, regardless that there yeah. was. Um, oh yeah, strength. regardless of regardless of that, uh, I think you know. Uh, it was um, it was a very natural thing to have her sitting low and, uh, and uh, to, to move out of the bottom. And, and I, I say you, you're going to have to redo the this, this studies because there's going to be some there's going to be something that they're initiating with the uh, glutes more than the uh, more than the quads. Uh, so you you're going to have to you're going to have to study that though. Uh, and, and I think that what they'll find out is women naturally push from their glutes better than they do from their quads uh, with, with wider feet. Uh, and you know, like it'll, it'll end up like that and you're going to get a lot more, um, data out of that than I, I think you're going to get out of anything else. Now, do you think there are any, um, any differences for the for the jerk, um, you know, the top part of the clean and jerk? 
No, no, I, I don't think so. I think you've got to really just uh, stand up and, and do the jerk quickly. And uh, I don't see, except for the, except for the women's, women's general ability to have hypermobile elbows, which will fix the elbows pretty much. And almost all women have it. Um, uh, you, you, you're not going to get you're not going to get any difference in in timing or anything uh, because I've I've seen this girl uh, as I say I keep pointing her out uh, Grizzle um, go from a fair jerker to a really good jerker uh, in a matter of a couple of months and she's going to be showing up again uh, at the uh, uh, at the Pan at the Pan Am Worlds I think. Uh, the junior worlds, uh, and uh, I think she's gonna. I think she's just uh, un, unlimited in what she can, in, in what she can do, really, because uh, she's um, she's an exception upon an exception. Um, would you have any advice for um, if you know? Uh, I'm talking lower hip position versus higher hip position. Do you think um, maybe the the height of your heel on your shoe makes any kind of difference or plays a role there? No, no, I don't because the heels get dragged off the floor. You pop the heels off the floor because they're dragged off the floor. Um, and um, I don't see that any any difference in, in shoe height there would, would make much of a difference. Um, so, um, you know, they get literally lifted, lifted off the floor is what they do, uh, and there's no conscious effort to it. Um, and uh, that, that's what I, that's what I see. That's what I'm seeing. And um, right now, that's uh, that's a hypothesis at, at best, <laughs> a theory, a theory at worst. Uh, but um, in in any case, uh, you you basically, if you look at if you look at those women. And if you look at any man too, men can men can do better going wider and lower uh, by by a little bit. I just saw I saw Chris Wilkes this last contest, and he weighed quite a bit less, and he was also you know I'd, he'd widened his stance a little bit, and and he looked he he just looked better. He looked better, uh, and, uh, and he was holding the weights better, and uh, they weren't flopping on him and stuff like that because he could meet them sooner. Um, don't tell his dad that, but uh, <laughs> in any case, he could. He could, and uh, and so it was smoother. It was smoother, um, and uh, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, I think he's. I think he's doing the best lifting pound for pound he's ever done. Uh, so, whatever, whatever you you can make. I think I think this. Uh, well, because there were so many studies done on moving into the forefoot and pushing through the forefoot and pushing up through the forefoot consciously, that I think some things got ignored. I think some things became ignored, and I, I think just lowering the hips a little bit. We were all we were all for a while uh, Vardanians. 
We were all for a while lifting like Vardanian lifted, which meant high hips, knees barely behind the uh, knees barely behind descending arms, and I think that influenced this country for a long time. Um, because you know, because it did, um, and so you know, whatever. Mm. So. You said that uh, you think a lot of guys would benefit from being wider and lower as well. Um, so yeah, you, so yeah. Drop, drop it down. Get more muscle into the lift. Um, and you know, the, despite what somebody tells them about their um, uh, their lengths and their you know whatever. Um, yeah, do that. Um, I think you know it, it. It worked every time I did it. Uh, with my lifters, uh, it, 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 um, it just showed up, you know, and I think, uh, uh, I think, um, I think women should just all go to the flat footed thing and, um, and like that, you know, I think they, they do better. They're more stable when they land, uh, because they get floaty, um, you know, uh, no matter what. And I saw a lot, of, I watched a, I watched a crap load of that, um, that, uh, last meet. Um, and, um, there were, there were a lot of unstable girls because they can't, they cannot find their feet and their feet are too slow back to the floor and, or they're jumping up and coming down. And that's all you hear from their coaches is jump up and, you know, land and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so whatever. <laughs> Okay, so would you would you think it's fair to say that maybe um, uh, women uh, it's more natural to be lower and wider, but but that yeah. maybe but that maybe the male, but maybe the the, the male lifters could benefit from um, maybe going a little less natural on their behalf and getting lower and wider. Yeah, I I think this is a very. Um, First of all, this is a very uh, counter in uh, counter uh, sport. It's a very counter sport, uh, which which favors the backside, which favors the backside. So I think basically my premise has always been: use your backside more than you use your front. Okay. And uh, you know uh, that's 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 that. Uh, basically, uh, counterintuitive. It was the word I was looking for. And, um, you know, and, and I don't believe in, actually, I don't even believe in coming out very far. I, I don't believe in leaning over very far because I believe that that's going to put too much, much pressure on the back and, uh, and the upper back too, because men can withstand that better than women. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take any, it doesn't take any more effort to do it faster and, and slimmer than it does to do it slower and, and more over, more angled over. But because you gotta, you gotta get in your mind that, um, the more upright you stay, other than getting behind the bar, um, at, at the first, uh, the better off you, you might be. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
<clears throat> so you're saying that uh, it's a very um, uh, posterior chain or backsided uh, uh, lift. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you're trying to limit the amount of stress on the back itself. Yes. Yes, because the back can't take it. Because the back can't take it. It, it. It's not going to do very well. Uh, the, the weakest muscles in the uh, in the in the back are the you know are the lower back muscles, and you're only gonna you're only gonna do so much with those, or you're gonna be overworking them all the time. Um, so you know whatever you know you can you can have you guys that are big and strong, and uh, they'll they'll do that they'll they'll they'll, they'll make that, and then you have you guys that just wash out and can't do that. And they won't, but you know, both will be successful, uh, depending on their height, <laughs> I guess. And um, you know, it's uh, no, you can't. I think uh, I, I think Kane Wilkes has hurt his back several times, which I I put towards um, the weaknesses there. The weaknesses and strengths there, um, and uh, he um, he's he's suffered through, and and so did um, Jared Fleming. Jared Fleming continually hurt his back when he was trying to squat with Hendricks, or not Hendricks, but uh, Kendrick Ferris, um, and so you know I I just I suspect. That that's the problem. I suspect that that's the problem. That any guy that is not as strong in the back is now. Dameron's another thing. Dameron is just a, a, another animal um, because he's definitely def. Yeah, he he's short in the back and uh, he's short in the thigh, but he he also sets up wider. Uh, but um, in any case, he uh, he can put up with it. You can put up with it, and I think that's a that's a valid that's a valid phrase that you're putting up with it. Um, and uh, I I just don't know. I mean, I you know the human body is by it uh, it does two things. It moves forward, and it moves forward naturally. You go front to back, back to front naturally onto the forefoot, and um, and and. You, you, you can't you cannot do that you you cannot let that you cannot let yourself get out to that flex position I don't believe um, and, and, and you can't you cannot let yourself get out there and put a conscious effort into that put a conscious effort into going up because it's not going to work it's not going to work as much you you got to shorten that foot and make that, uh, that make that more or less a, a punch, and um, you know, so do it like that. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I'm piecing all that together. Um, <clears throat> so, um, in a nutshell, uh, women should be lower and wider, um, and that's going to be more natural for them in any case. And then. Yeah. Um, Men can kind of do either, but uh, one way is going to be um, more 
uh, predicated by their their strength um, than anything else. And then the other yeah. meth the other method is going to end up being um, uh, maybe smoother, and you'll probably end up with less uh, lower back issues. This is why the best men always look quicker under the bar. This is why you know they they they're dead fast under the bar, and um, that that's that's why they look because they they'll make that turnaround uh, on the back. Well, I won't say the back half of their foot, but they'll make it without ever reaching the front of the foot. Uh, and it you know it just looks it looks more natural. It looks more natural. Um, it's nothing that they're going to have to work at. Um, and, uh, no, I, I, I won't be convinced that it's ever, it's ever the right thing to do. You know, it's, um, it's just not going to be because they, they are dead fat under the bar. Even, even at the war, at the world level, uh, they're dead fast under the bar. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> So uh, I, I can't remember. I think I think it may have been you and I had this discussion that the most important part of the lift is is um, basically the sweep and getting getting the bar close to the hip. Um, oh yeah. If, if you yeah, can, no, you gotta you gotta move that bar in towards you. You gotta move it with a with a, um, what the hell? You gotta move that with a uh, <laughs> a kind of a. Uh, a counter movement that um, that you do with a squeeze, and, uh, and, and you got to give yourself you got to give yourself all the help you can you can do to get that bar towards the back. Okay, yeah, and that that's the most important part is getting the bar into the hip because that's where the most amount of uh, of power yeah. is going to be generated. Yes, and and you can do that two ways. You can either bring it. In, or um, you can have it fade in, uh, and either you know you got these girls now that are really uh, lifting from their laps, sort of, you know, and and that'll work. That'll work, except there's going to be a a, a a slowdown at the knee. Um, but you've got to do it, and and <laughs> I can't. I I. I I can see it in my mind, but I can't talk about it yet. But um, I think that's what they're all doing. I think that's what they're all doing, no matter what their no matter what their height is. I think that's what they uh, they they try to do. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. So, like, it's like when the bar um, first comes over the knee, they're kind of set back so far that it it kind of drifts. Right. Yeah. Right. And it gets to it gets to their lap. It gets to their lap. And uh, and I think that is slower because it's not um, an active sweeping. It's more uh, like a pendulum almost. Yeah, well, then that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a pendulum, and they might they might they might try to put an effort into that, but they're not going to be able to put a lot of effort. Some some women just can't put a lot of effort into that because the pendulum is not going to swing very far, uh, but it's going to swing far enough. You've just got to 
you've got to set your shoulders uh, unusually. And sometimes, again, uh, sometimes you've got to rock back and put them behind the bar. Uh, and it sits on the floor uh, at first uh, because that's, that's what's going to work. But you're still going to use that pendulum. Uh, and uh, there's nothing going to break that. There's nothing going to break that. You're using, it's going to be levers against strength. Levers always win. Okay. And um, now, do you prefer, um, would you, if you had to choose, would you prefer that sort of um, drifting over the knee method or more like the traditional uh, sweep? Well, I, I'm, cha- I'm changing my mind because now I'm seeing that uh, the the pull is evolving, and you're you're gonna you're gonna do anything you need to do uh, to get those extra couple of kilos, so you can <laughs> so you can make the Olympics or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd rather see people do what they have to do. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a race to the finish line the next, the next couple of years. And, um, I think whether you have to tilt over to, to get your back in position or, uh, you know, do, do one of these things where you're either bringing it in or, or not bringing it in. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't prefer either. Okay. I don't prefer either. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that makes sense. Um, so uh, we're saying wider feet, um, lower hips, and then uh, you know, get it into the hip, and and then yeah, and that those well, are you'll see, you'll see in in uh, in some of these girls, you'll see how easily and without effort they they raise their heels. It's not a push through the heel. It's not a raising of the heel. It's not a triple extension, uh, although it is uh, biomechanically anyway. Uh, but they're, it's, it's going to be, it's like they're lifted off. It's like they're lifted off. They stay so far back, and then they do whatever they do, uh, and then they lift it off quickly, and they get their feet back down quickly. And it's gonna, you know, and I, you know, I, I saw this uh, with two or three girls uh, in the uh, in the finals, and I was, you know, I'm amazed, I'm amazed how quick that happens, how naturally that happens. Uh, so I mean, you know, you can take from that what you will. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but there's no there's no conscious effort there. There's no conscious effort to get get up on the uh, that I can see uh, that uh, you're gonna lift you're gonna lift yourself up onto your toes. Now, does this um, wider stance, lower hips um, style? Do you think that 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 should influence the assistance work of your training program at all? Yeah, sure. I mean, you gotta do. You gotta stand. You gotta stand in everything. Um, you gotta do everything you can to imitate the stance you're in. So 
yeah, widen the feet out. And if uh, if you're doing overheads, do overheads with wide feet. And if you're doing if you're doing uh, if you're doing kangs, uh, kang squats, do them with wide feet. And if you're doing if you're doing um, if you're doing snatch balance, uh, whatever, uh, do them with wide feet. Yeah. Because that's going to give you the same. It's going to give you the same sense of of things. And if you if you're squatting, uh, I don't know that it makes much of a difference where you put your feet when you squat, but uh, you put them where you make yourself strongest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you always. And again, there's more emphasis on hamstring strength and lumbar movement, and than there is um. And there is on anything else. I think. I think because this is this is all brand new. Uh, except the Chinese have been doing something like it for a few years. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the advice I would give. That's the advice. And you stay light. You stay light at the first for everything. Yeah. No, you never. You don't go heavy uh, because that's just going to strain you. Um, it probably doesn't need point or well in a perfect world probably doesn't need pointed out but um, I'm it, it may need pointed out uh, when you're talking uh, getting wider especially in the squat um, you probably shouldn't go so wide that you can't get low because that's also uh, part oh, of it. Oh no, no you should you shouldn't go wider in any in any stance than you are in your lifting stance. Right. So, you know, like, like that. Um, um, but don't tell me, you know, you know, again, don't tell me that a woman should ever lift like a man. Uh, because she should. She just shouldn't. Um, there is, uh, there's negatives to be, there's negatives to be had. Uh, and there's, there's mistakes to be made. If you're, if you're always setting your feet close. Or if you're coming up on your toes, or if you're trying to finish with that shrug, or whatever, uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be dues to pay. So and women can women can all do a lot better without uh, without doing that. Um, <clears throat> so you would say that uh, women shouldn't necessarily lift like men. But could you say the inverse that maybe men should lift more like women? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Cool. And, and get more, get more of their, get more of that total muscle mass in on the lift because I've never heard of anybody pulling a glute. Yeah, I've heard of some, you know, I've heard of many people pulling a back muscle. I haven't heard anybody pulling a glute. <laughs> uh, so and, and coming up out of the the backside and, and every 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 uh, every lifter knows this. Uh, lifters don't need big quads; they need big hands. Yeah, I think you that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's. That's a, uh, that's a given. Yeah, and I think that's becoming more uh, more common knowledge, um, especially since. You know, since you were traveling around when when you first wrote your your power trip book and stuff, I think it's a lot more um, prevalent now. But uh, there, but there's still a few pockets I think out there where people um, 
don't seem to understand that. No, because they don't understand the posterior side of their body uh, and, and how important that is and how unimportant relatively the uh, anterior part is. Everybody everybody's a forward-moving animal uh, and everybody wants to move forward and, and, and does a lot of things with forward jumps and stuff like this. And everybody, ignore, I swear I see people that have ignored their backsides uh, forever, um, you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every, every time I come up against somebody that's weak, uh, it's because their backside's weak. And so, no, there's no reason for that. You want, you want, you want to overdo the backside if you're an Olympic lifter. Cool. Because um, of Lombard's paradox, you got to get up. You got to get up. Um, and that's that's that. You know, you got to stand up. Period. <clears throat> um. So here's here's a strange question. I'm not sure. It's we're going to change gears a little bit. But um, this is this is some, something that um, I've kind of thought about that that powerlifters and strongmen do, um, and I was wondering um, a weightlifter's take on it. Now I know that not all, uh, not every weightlifter wears a weightlifting belt, um, and, and yeah. I, um, but let's say that they do. Okay, we're going to talk about the ones that do wear the belt. Um, do you find it beneficial for those who are going to compete wearing the belt? Um, to uh, have maybe do sets without the belt in training or have entire sessions without the belt? What's the frequency and, and when and where would you say to utilize the belt or is it just to, hey, wear it all the time or, or what's your take on that? My, my take is that because I, I did a bunch of powerlifting when I was younger, um, that... Uh, you know, you don't often want to wear the belt. You want to get that. You want to get that torso um, to to do stuff without without the use of without the help of a belt. And then you, as you get into your contest, obviously you gear up. Um, uh, but uh, but I I, ne- I never did that. And frankly, I did most of my squatting uh, high bar. And um, an Olympic style, and I never, I never thought I lost anything. I never thought I lost. I was about a five, a five twelve, five eighteen squatter at the time, and I was about a five seventy deadlifter sumo uh, at the time. So, you know, I, I, I never, I never thought I was really giving away anything. I, I weighed 180, uh, so you know uh, that that was that. And um, no, I I, I I think you do just like you, you you do most things in Olympic lifting without a belt. I, I think you save the belt for the 90 percent up efforts. Yeah, yeah, and I would agree with that. Um, I think that, uh, again, that's one of those things that it's probably pretty commonplace where you're at, you know, at, at the top yeah. level and, and these top gyms like, like, um, you know, mash performance and these top places, but you see, um, on the lower levels, you see people, I mean, I, I've seen people in, you know, normal 
gyms that will put a belt on before they warm up. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you no, see that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a killer. I, I go to, um, I go to a gym here, uh, called, uh, what's it? Uh, bear bench, bear bench. And, uh, I, I see, uh, there are people there from every facet of powerlifting, um, from world champion women, uh, to, uh, to, uh, slacker men. Uh, and, uh, most of the, most of the guys will put that belt on at about 50%. Right. And that ain't going to help them any. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to make them stronger. Um, and, uh, but, uh, Jen, what's her name? Jen Rittenauer, who's the str- damn strongest woman I've ever seen. Um, Powerlifter-wise, anyway, um, she uh, she doesn't she doesn't wrap up until like eighty ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but uh, that that's what that's like, and I, I think that's universal. I think that's universal. I think guys guys want to show off and get the gear on, uh, and um, immediately like. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I guess at some point, if you're not, um, if you're not truly competitive in the sport, I think, um, yeah. a, a lot of the time, half your motivation is looking like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that. All right. I believe that. That's uh, look good rather than be good. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so, uh, if you can, um, I'm sure you've come across some new uh, some new methods and tactics since since you've been down there at um, Travis Mash's place, and um, and he's man he's pumping out all kinds of books and manuals all the time on different um, yeah. things that they're doing. Is there anything down there that that you've discovered working with him that kind of um, that you've adopted or kind of blew your mind and was like, hey, wow, this is really cool. I wish I'd have been doing this or Anything like that that you can tell us about? Well, I I, I, I would basically say that um, the more time spent doing extra assistance exercises, the better. Uh, the more time spent doing um, extra specific exercises, the better. Uh, and... Um, I think that's what you're going to look at. I think you got to. I think you got to do that. Um, um, you got to do the things that have always worked, really. Um, you know, I think adding in exercises is not a, especially when you're young. You got to add in a lot of exercises and uh, try to do them. And uh, the more variation you can get, the better. Uh, McCullough is a kid that you, he can. He can do anything. McCullough can get up on a McCullough can get up on a, a, a ring and do I don't know fifteen twenty you know I don't know what he does but uh, muscle ups at, at ninety six kilos yeah at ninety six kilos he can do that many uh, but and and that's just been that's been taught you know that's just been taught. And I give his mother great, uh, great credit in that. Um, 
exercises as much as possible and never ever vary from doing that. Uh, as far as I can see, as far as I can see, Bondarchuk was uh, was absolutely right. Um, I, you know, he, uh, he he said he suggested that we uh, both have general exercises and specific exercises that went along a pathway um, towards the uh, towards whatever exercise was your competitive lift, and I see that as a as a good way to good way to go. But I think you've also got to add in more stuff uh, that was. Um, that was like what he was doing early on. And I think you got to do a, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're doing a lot of lifting, do a lot of lifting. If you're doing a lot of power lifting, do, do, do a lot of that at low, at low percentages, of course. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, always march, march towards those things. Uh, and, um, yeah. Okay, and um, so when you're talking about uh, doing the special exercises, um, are you talking more like uh, snatch balances, or are you talking more like uh, back extensions and, and hamstring uh, throws? Back, back extensions if you need them, snatch balances if you need them. Okay. And, and you know, I mean, that, that's going to, yeah, drops if you need them. Uh, but you're going to find out, you're going to take a while to do a, to do a, uh, 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 a variation or a, a, a dis- deciding what your menu of uh, workouts uh, lists are. Okay. You can't just do that, you know, you just can't do that offhand or out of, out of order. You gotta, you gotta know that if, 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 for instance, if, uh, if, if presses aren't needed, don't do presses. If presses are needed, do presses. Okay. For your particular body, you know. I mean, if you're if you're weak in the press, then you do more presses. Uh, it, well, but I mean, you can't ever do more presses than are needed for your sport. And then then you've got to get the footwork in, and you've got to move fast. And uh, I think I think that's something that's also overlooked. I had a little girl, um, literally couldn't run, literally couldn't run. And, um, I got her to a point where she was beating all the boys in the school. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Lilla is her name. And, um, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you have to do. You have to learn, you have to learn to be a coach. Yeah. You have to learn to be a coach. And that's, one of the things about coaching is that you got to be, you got to recognize what's needed. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, uh, that's another important thing. You got, you got to be an observer. And it's, uh, you know, 
you can't just go by some uh, menu that um, everybody uses. You gotta you gotta really get out there and observe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a key point, um, especially uh, especially at the top level when. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we're all going for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're sure. all going for, top level. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no re- reason to get out there and be mediocre. Right. <laughs> yeah. If only everybody thought that way. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's true. Uh, so, if uh, just a hypothetical, just a fun question. Um, Let's say you had somebody, um, they only, they can only lift, uh, one time a week. Okay. Um, not, not, yeah. I, not ideal, <laughs> um, but that's what they got. Right. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. And, and let's say a three hour block, right. They'll give you three hours yeah. on a Monday. Um, what do you do? Well, I, I do the, uh, I do the lists concerned first, um, and, uh, and, and play with those things and, and do warmups obviously, and probably not work out three hours, but work out two hours Okay. because nobody's going to keep interest up for three hours. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, uh, but uh, like I say, I, I do, I do work that was like my competition lists. And whatever else, you know, assistance exercises or extra extra stuff anyway. But you know, that's uh, that's what I that's what I would do. And I put in probably, like I say, two rather than three hours. Are there um, are there any assistance exercises that that you find that um, when you know when you're training people that are kind of almost a guarantee, like like nine out of 10 people are going to need this or, or eight out of 10 people need this. Well, what was that? What was the last question? Uh, saying, um, are there, are there assistance exercises that, um, you find when, Oh yeah. Well, there are assistance exercises that everybody should do. Uh, Kang squats being some, uh, standing in place, uh, in, in Kang squats. Um, uh, Anything for the lower back that that's needed should be done because, I mean, as far as Olympic lifters, because um, that's going to be the weak part. That's going to be the, the give up. That's going to be where you're where you're hurting and stuff. And if people don't understand that by this time, uh, look how many sciatica injuries there are. Right. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean. Um, that that's just going to be that's always going to be a weakness, uh, and you got to work you got to work that out and strengthen it up and stuff like that. But um, um, then then you work your lifts and uh, that'll be that'll be about it for about two hours. Uh, you got yeah, and then you you can do some you can do some jumps. I like jumps from um, from lower things from lower things to higher things to get that low, low, low position warmed up. But, uh, but about a, you need about a six or seven inch difference between, between that to get that 
really quick movement out of the bottom. So you're talking like a, like a true plyometric, like a depth jump? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, without the depth, without the depth factor in it, going, only go up. Oh, only okay. go up. Okay, yeah. You know? <clears throat> and, um... But, uh, but never come, never come down. Do you, uh... Do you ever suggest um, jumping from the from the really low start position? From the what now? From the really low start position. Uh yeah, because that's going to loosen you up. Mm-hmm. That's gonna. That's what I would start with. Uh, I would start with my butt nearly on the floor, and then bring it up. You know, because that's gonna you're gonna stimulate much more uh, musculature, much more, and you're gonna. Uh, stimulate much more uh, muscle that way uh, than you would in a low, low position. But you're going to need the low position because it's got to feel comfortable to you. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to have to work. You're going to have to work through that. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. And you might do that um, uh, lightly as the warm up, and then maybe as a serious exercise uh, later after the fact. Right. Right, and it's only gonna—you're only gonna ever bring it up to about six or seven inches from whatever your low position is. Okay. Because that's gonna give you—that's gonna—that's gonna give you plenty. Uh, but uh, you know, um, but that again, all of that is hypothesis. Right. All of that's hypothesis. You know, I mean, I—I—I I, I, I don't have enough uh, data. Uh, and I don't think anybody ever has enough data, uh, by the way. Um, even the Russians who studied a thousand, thousand lifters, um, I don't believe any of them have enough data to study excellent athletes at the elite level um, enough time that uh, they, they can make any, any kind of uh, assumption out of them, you know? That's going to be, that's one of my uh, ongoing theories is that peer, peer method doesn't work. Um, data doesn't work. Because when, when are you going to get everybody together uh, that's going to be able to do that stuff for long enough time um, that it's going to show up any results that, me, uh, that are meaningful, that are meaningful. Uh, well, at the same time, do you think um, if if you did have all the uh, all the data you needed, um, do you think that might take some of the fun out of it? Because then everybody would basically be doing the same things, right? Yeah, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> because basically, that's that's the turnaround. Uh, that's the uh, that's the the loss is that if you get everybody, you get enough people, like you get thirty or forty. I don't know, uh, hammer throwers doing the same workout at the same time through the year, uh, which they're never, they're never going to do. Um, you, you're going to get results that are skewed. You're going to get results that are skewed one way or another right. uh, because uh, that's that's not the way things normally work. Yeah, people go through people go through uh, flows. They go through you know different times a year. Where they're they're not working on 
They're not working on strength. They're not working on speed. They're not working on anything in particular. But uh, but you're going to throw all that data together and then try to make something of it. Yep. <clears throat> Very cool. Um, do you have any uh, final uh, final thoughts before we uh, before we call it here? <laughs> uh, no, except uh, that I, I I really want all all women to lift like they uh, like they uh, naturally lift, and all men to also lift like they more naturally lift. And uh, if you're if you're continually straining uh, muscles and stuff, uh, don't. Um, and, um, you know, lift the easiest way, lift the easiest way. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, uh, usually good, um, good advice all around, no matter what, uh, which strength sport you're in. I think that's pretty decent advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I want to thank you very much, uh, for, re for reaching out and being back on the podcast again. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully we can do a, a third run here soon and, uh, and uh, have some more fun stuff to talk yeah, about. I want, I want everybody. I want everybody to look at uh, the the next evolution in um, in lifting, where every woman in the world is going to have her hips down on the floor. That's right. what I want to see. I want to see that. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll get to that, and they're all going to look like trebuchets and they're all going to look like uh, uh, onagers and whatever um, but uh, but basically they're going to they're all going to be catapults yeah all right well I think we're headed that direction so um, I, think, yeah. I think you'll get your wish soon well uh, again I want to thank you very much uh, this has been John the Viking Mauser and Don McCauley get strong or die